Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bodation. Let's go, baby. Schedule day. Good morning, everyone. Good Bright morning. Bright and early. Bright and early. Bright and early for sure. What time did your alarm go off this morning? Uh, well, I've been up for a while. Oh. Yeah. Why? Uh, I just woke up and couldn't fall back asleep. Oh. I did go to sleep earlier, though. Schedule day anxiety. Just couldn't. I, not sure. in a bad way, but just like, oh, I'm just ready to go. Ready to find out who the buffs are playing when. That's exactly what it was, yeah. What what's he lying about right now? I know, right? <laughs> what? Why do I have to be lying? What do you mean? Yes. I just see it on your face. I laid down, it was like right after midnight, fell asleep. I don't know, not too long after that. Woke up, it was like five thirty and here we are. Okay. All right, fair enough. I was uh I was seven AM. And I still beat you here. Well yeah, because you woke up at five thirty. Yes, you still you live closer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually like I was already running late ish. Uh huh. But unbelievable trip here. Just like one of those, <laughs> like there's only I don't know twenty blocks. Uh huh. There's just something happening on every block. Like someone's pulling out of their driveway. There's a tow truck. Yeah. It's like oh my god. But we're here, well, and we're, we're here. before the schedule. Uh yes, we are about five minutes out. Uh, we are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. While we wait these final few minutes, what do you want to see from this schedule release? There's a couple things um, fresh on my mind about this. Okay. One, I want the Big 12 opener to be a home game. Okay. I feel like we never got that in the Pac-12. Don't research that. Just believe me. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two, this is probably the most important one, a nicely placed bye week. Not too early, not too late. Give me somewhere between week six, seven, and eight. Three, mm -hmm. this one's a little more selfish, but I also do think it has a importance on the game. Give me Orlando as late as possible. Yes. Uh, you know, late November or early November, whatever. Just not a late September, early October Orlando game. I like it. Um, yeah, man, the Orlando game has to be late, I think, or ideally would be late. And then just the way this non-conference schedule works out, how you have two games on the road at Lincoln, at CSU, um, your point to open with the home game, yes, but I don't want to see the next Big 12 road game until October. We should get out of September with just the non-conference slate on the road. Okay, so two straight 
home games to start the mm-hmm. conference slate. Yeah, I mean you're getting you're getting greedy, but I it, mean it is fair. I just don't know how much the Big Twelve cares about what you scheduled oh, they don't in the care. non-conference. They don't care at all. Uh, Brett McMurphy said today there's two games, two Big Twelve opponents, or two games featuring Big Twelve opponents that are going to count as non-conference games because they've already been scheduled uh, way out in advance before they moved into the conference. Yep, that happened when Colorado went to the Pac-12. They had a home-and-home with Cal Mm -hmm. where Cal still had to pay back their trip. And so the first season of the Pac-12, Colorado played Cal at home in a non-conference game, um, lost in overtime. It was a crazy game. That's the game that Paul Richardson had like Mm. 250 receiving yards or whatever. So the two games are Baylor at Utah. That's looks like week two, and then Arizona at Kansas State looks like week three. Going to be counted as non-conference games. So they basically play eight conference ten. games, or right? It was no, it no. Nine? It'd be yeah, it'd be ten. ten. You're right. Sorry, that's actually crazy. Yeah, that is wild. Um, <clears throat> Arizona, K State. That'll be a fun little primer for the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Should like be. It. Uh, two teams. Kansas State has been running the Big 12. Arizona. We'll see, I guess. I feel bad for DJs that excited for TV times. Hate super late games. We're still not getting the TV times. Today. Yeah, that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, we might get a couple, though, because like if you have a Friday night game uh, or a Thursday, uh, does Big 12 do Thursdays? Well, see, this is another thing about this that I think we're going to figure out is because the Pac-12 is kind of dead now. There's a lot of, obviously, West Coast time slots available. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pac-12 play on Friday nights, too. Yeah. I don't know. So who knows at this point? Back in the day, you used to get Thursday night games. I don't know if they In st- the Big 12? Yeah. I can't. I don't think they still do. I don't know either. I think it'd be smart of them to not go up against the NFL, I would think, but. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, what anything you're looking to see? Um, I mean, a well-timed buy is always the the most. It's always the first thing I think you look for when a schedule always comes out. Just as you said, you're hoping it's in the middle of the season, or you hope it breaks up like a heavy road trip or something before you get into a home swing. So something about that um, is the most important thing, and then just. Hopefully we don't get like a three-game road trip coming out the gate to start the season. I mean, this team obviously last year, two different teams, of course, but they played so much better at home. It wasn't even close. Oh, yeah. Something they got to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, not to kind of overemphasize this point, but coming together like road games, just you're going to face adversity. Yep. Uh, And obviously with the crowd against you, it's already extra adversity. So um you know that bond will really help them on the road and even just like a lot of times you'll hear teams talk about like a long road trip like um the basketball team gets to do those like euro trips like they'll mm-hmm. they'll say those bring them together like when you're out and you don't really can't really go hang out with anyone else you just got to hang out with your brothers like that's when you come together right all right it's 9 a.m it is 9 a.m you want to hit this ad break real quick sure all right, shout out to our amazing friends over at Fubo TV. DMVR is massive fans of Fubo TV. Catch all your Buffs basketball on the Pac 12 network. Avs and Nuggets on altitude over on Fubo. Uh, really the best place to go if you want to watch sports or you are a sports fan. 
and want to see everything that's going on. They got 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live from any device, and it's no contract, no cable, no hassle. You also get a thousand hours of cloud DVR, no extra charge. Watch all your favorite college football and the NFL of Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Also, shout out to our friends at Red Hawk Roofing. Jake, we got one of our two wishes, or one of my two wishes, um, but the next one is not great. We'll talk about it in a second. Red Hawk Roofing, if you need a new roof on your home or business, the best place to go is Red Hawk Roofing. True Colorado sports fans, they were just here the other day. They hooked me up with some golf balls when they were uh, hosting the watch party. They had, like, Red Hawk Roofing golf balls. Damn. Some new tailor-made, so shout out to them. Uh, True Colorado sports fans, Nugget season ticket holders, and the best when it comes to <clears throat> new roofing. So check out our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. All right, Jake, let's dive in. It's out. Um, it's on the CU Buffs Twitter account, Alyssa, if you want to pull it up. Okay, cool. There it is. Um, let's just go through it. Yep. Game by game here. So, of course, the uh, out-of-conference slate. Starting at home, North Dakota State on the road to Nebraska, on the road to Colorado State. First game back in the Big 12 for Colorado. Baylor at home, Folsom Field. How about that? A gift. A little uh, welcoming gift Mm -hmm. from the Big 12 um, to be able to play Baylor. Not one of the better teams in the conference this year in your first conference game. Second game at the Bounce House at UCF, September 28th. Not great. Uh, It could be worse. (laughs) If any players are tuned in. Prepare for only water and Gatorade for that uh, that week before that game. Mm-hmm. Coach Prime going to know that that's going to be a lot like opening the season at TCU in terms of heat and humidity. Probably worse in the humidity front, I mm-hmm. might guess. Um, but also not one of the better teams in the Big 12. Right. I mean, maybe your first test in terms of a road game. Who knows if UCF is better at that point. But the week after that comes your first real test, Colorado playing Kansas State at home for homecoming on October 12th. <clears throat> Love to see it. That's a good that's a good time for it. Honestly, like I don't know if there's any freebies on the schedule. So you're you're going to be battle tested, but also you're not going to play a team as good as Kansas State until then. Right. It's like you're kind of working your way up to it. Yeah. North Dakota State not an easy first game. Mm-hmm. Um Nebraska rivalry, Colorado State rivalry, Baylor and UCF, you know, will each present their own challenges. But week six, you should be ready to go. Right after that, I mean, it doesn't slow down. At Arizona, we've talked about this team a lot. They've been in the news a lot. One of the better teams in the Big 12, though. Going to be, uh, that's a tough back-to-back stretch. Totally. You split home and away, though. Totally. Um, You'd like that one to have been a little later, too. Mm -hmm. But at least... I think that's around when the ASU game was this year, and it wasn't, like, crazy hot. No, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, after that, alternating uh, home and away here, we're going back home at Folsom. Cincinnati comes to town. That is also family weekend, October 25th. Yes. Uh, again, I actually, the more that we're going through this, the more I like the way it's planning out. They alternate home, home away throughout the entire Big 12 schedule. Yep. Yep. Next game, uh, week nine at Texas Tech in Lubbock. That is November 9th. After that, Utah comes to Folsom. That's November 16th. That's going to be a tough one. Yep. 
Uh, at Kansas, this one, we've heard it's going to be at Arrowhead. It is officially at Arrowhead. Okay. Cotter had it on the, uh, the Buffs account already. Um, so it will officially be at Arrowhead. I don't love the idea of going to Arrowhead in late November just because I have bad memories of that in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but I also just think Arrowhead sucks. Um, <laughs> Never been. There's nothing special about it. Uh, but anyways, I would much rather be in Lawrence that weekend. Uh, but I guess we'll be in Kansas City. Better food. All right. Um, interesting one. Interesting one. In a, in a tough three-game stretch to finish the season for sure. Yep, wrapping up at home. The Oklahoma State Cowboys and Mike Gundy come to town. That is November 29th. Weekend after that, Big 12 title game. Yeah, so we have to use our brains to figure out where the uh, bye weeks are here. It looks like between Cincinnati and Texas. And then I think there's... Let me double check here. There's another one between week five and six. So there's two bye weeks. Two bye weeks. All right. So you get a bye after UCF. Um, yep. Which, again, kind of nice. Five games, bye. Then you have a tough four-game stretch there. Uh, and then you get another bye. And then you finish with uh, um, just a mad race to the finish line. Yep. <clears throat> and I'll be honest, Jake. You don't love, you know, when you first see this, you go, oh, man, Utah, Kansas, Oklahoma State. Three of the four toughest games on the schedule, arguably. Oklahoma State was in the Big 12 title game. Kansas, we know, with Jalen Daniels, and Utah's Utah. So you, you look at that originally, you go, damn, that kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. My spin on that would be if you're in a, any sort of race for the Big 12 championship, Yep. You got yourself a chance to, to make a move. You know, mm -hmm. it's like in, in a golf tournament, everyone talks about Saturdays when you make your move. This right here, like these last three games, you have a chance, even if you're a little behind in the standings, you're probably going to be trailing at least one of these teams. You have a chance to make up some ground. Yep. Um, beginning the season and ending the season at home, too. Interesting with the alternating home and away splits, though, for Big 12 play. I love that. I, I guess I have mixed feelings about it. I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, it's obviously great to avoid back-to-back -back or consecutive road games, but just getting those home... We saw it this year when they were at home, especially the first three weeks of the season. I know it was out of conference, but they were really able to establish a rhythm coming out of TCU and then coming home for those two games. No, I, I think that's fair. My, but that I would put that on whoever made this non-conference schedule. True. Um. Two, two out of three road games, honestly, in my opinion, should never happen. Now, that Colorado State game, we'll see how they can do um, keeping Buffs fans out of the stadium. There's a chance mm -hmm. that has a home, home game vibe. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but there is a difference between that and playing at Folsom. Here's what I'll say. couple things. Two-game road trips. Um, and again, the Colorado State one doesn't really count because right. you're not getting on a plane for that. Yep. Um, two game road trips can be really taxing. It's back to back weeks where you're essentially like only home for a couple days mm -hmm. before you're out on the road again. Um, it doesn't feel like you ever get a chance to really get back into a routine during those two weeks. And I mean, we even experience that when we're traveling to them. It's like, oh, right. you get home on Monday, you finally settle in and you're like, oh, by Wednesday, I'm already packing again. Yeah. Um, 
here's the other thing. This is just a selfish like fan observation. I'm whenever there's back to back home games, I'm like, oh man, there went a third of our home games. That is true. Like it's just they're just gone. Well, like last year when we ended with the last two uh, was Arizona, Oregon State, and it was like mid November, and it was like that's it. I was like, there they go. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So this year, um, you know, every week like you've got a chance to plan. Also for us can't reveal our plans yet but we have big plans mm-hmm. alternating weeks is helpful for us it, it kind of is yes <laughs> um and we do get you know one of the bye weeks the second bye week uh coming out of the cincinnati home game on october 26 you get a bye right before the road trip to lubbock i know it's not a far road trip but still you get that extra week to prepare before you go on the road um i guess it's a kind of a toss-up but i feel like better to have that ahead of a road game than a home game just more time to prepare at home. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm looking through the press release sent out by Colorado. I'm just curious if there's a re- like why do we get two bye weeks now? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> that seems weird. Um, I don't know. I it does feel like this we're starting a week earlier for what it's worth. That First would game, explain it. August 31st. We're playing in August this year. Last time was September 2nd. Yeah. Well, so that's just two days difference i guess you're right then but we are finishing around the same time it was like november 30th when we ended last game's november 29th someone smarter than me can figure this out it just says the first of two bye weeks happens on october 5th um back-to-back wildcat matchups <laughs> kansas state in uh in arizona that's pointed out in here um and <laughs> we don't play week zero yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say why there would be uh, why there would be two bye weeks. Doesn't make sense to me. It feels like we're fitting more weeks into the same amount of time. <laughs> I have no idea. We only had one last year, right? Right before Stanford, or yeah. right after Stanford. Yeah. Terrible time for it, by the way. Rough. Just had to marinate on that one. Anything else, initial reaction wise? I like this. Um, it, it could have been worse. Yeah, no, it for sure could have. Let me just ask you this. Would you rather play the hard teams first and the easy teams last or the other way around? This is, we, uh, you know, we've done these schedule release shows on the Broncos uh, every year. And, like, me and Henry always disagree on this. He would mm-hmm. rather have the hard games early, easy, easier games late. No, I, I mean, first off, it doesn't really matter to me. But I'd rather, I think, build up. Yeah. I'd have a res- I'd rather have a resume before me rather than or before those games rather than, you know, trying to figure out, especially a team like this. So many transfers coming in. Uh, we saw last year probably. I mean, they did get out the gates hot, but it wasn't really until later in the season. We kind of figured out exactly what this team was, what their deficiencies and strengths were. Um, so by that point, I think you give yourself a little more just wiggle room to figure out what you can and can't do if you have these tougher games later. Yeah, I mean, let me just take you guys back to last year. Uh, Colorado had all the momentum in the world. Mm -hmm. And then they ran into Oregon in the first conference game and got smacked around. And it it, it almost, it it, it did feel like a two steps forward, one step back moment. Yep. Well, do you get a nice, easy recovery game after that? No, you get USC and Caleb Williams coming to town. Uh, and so you quickly went from 3-0 and to 3-2. and 
And it just, I, I thought it took the wind out of the sails a little bit. They were able to bounce back and grit out that victory at, or, or at Arizona State after that mm-hmm. um, to get to four and two. But to me, you should be, if all, if all goes to plan, you should be playing your best football at the end of the season. Exactly. Uh, and obviously that depends a lot on health. A lot of teams just get decimated and they aren't playing their best football at the end of the right. season. But if you have championship dreams and aspirations, you got to be playing your best football at the end of the season. And you got to yep. be healthy. And a yep. lot of times that's out of your control, but it's true. If you're going to be a championship team, you're healthy in week 11, week 12. Yeah, great points. Um, so to me, if you get if you get the non-con and you, and you knock that out of the park, um, toughest game there obviously going to be at Nebraska, mm-hmm. which it doesn't scare me. But then you get to start Baylor, Central Florida. It is not crazy. I know someone somewhere will say I'm crazy. It is not crazy to envision a five and zero start. No, not at all. Then you have a bye week. Yes, you're back healthy. You have this. Difficult wildcat wildcat matchup at Can- or home Kansas State at Arizona, <clears throat> and that like now you're five games plus a buy in before you're hitting this season's version of Oregon USC. Right. Um. I don't think I don't think Kansas State is as nearly as good as Oregon, um. But Arizona's probably as good as USC, if not better, uh, than they were this last year. So it's like you're a total. You you're different. You're of a different mindset. You're more prepared. You're more rested uh-huh. uh, and ready to go into this. A uh, couple of things. Uh, Zach's comment, uh, Alyssa. Brian Howell said, uh, tweeted out, Labor Day is early, so there's an extra Saturday. So every team has two buys, apparently. What does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. That's just, that's just an explanation. Labor Day is early, so there's an extra Saturday. Bro, yeah, it I don't think leap? leap year has anything to do with this. Leap year, extra or extra week for uh, Labor Day? I don't know, man. Maybe. This um, is crazy, man. Next thing, yes, uh, that comment. The last game of the season on Black Friday on, on uh, November 29th. That's the only non-Saturday game on the schedule. Uh, another dub, especially because that Friday actually just is a Saturday. Because it's the day after Thanksgiving. Pretty much, yeah. So it's not like everyone's having to change their plans, get off work early, all that shit. No, this is a normal schedule. You're off the day before. Uh, it's even better, honestly. And what I love about this is this was a a Big 12 tradition for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, was playing on Big 8, Big 12 was playing Nebraska at the time on the day after Thanksgiving. Does this mean that the Big 12 has pitted... Colorado and Oklahoma State as, uh, you know, playing matchmaker, trying to create a new rivalry here. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, you would you could answer this better, but I feel like it's a classic Big Twelve opponent. You can't yep. be upset with that. Well, and both teams are single right now. That's true. Um, Oklahoma leaves for the SEC. Oklahoma State's you know mm-hmm. left out in the cold, and Colorado never really developed a natural rival in the Pac-12, and comes back. Uh, to the Big 12 without Nebraska there, of course. Yep. So I, I, when we talked about potential rivalries, we mentioned this one. I said this one would be my favorite one. Mm-hmm. It's the most, I think I said that, uh, it's the most <laughs> classic one, right? I, yeah. I was saying Oklahoma State uh, or Kansas State, but Kansas already had Kansas. I'm 99% sure I said this, this was my most desired rival. Um, Let's go. Oklahoma State is like a real fan base. 
I don't know how to explain that. Uh, they're just like an actual football fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, every team has their delusion. Every team has, you know, all that stuff. But like, this is just a real football ball knowing group of fans um, that cares about the right things. Yep. And I like having that as a rival. We're, you know, we'll get into our battles. Um, they're certainly not as delusional as Nebraska fans. <laughs> Um, and definitely not CSU fans either. So it'll be a different type of thing. But I, I wanted Oklahoma State as a rival. Good college football town in Stillwater. And I like playing them on the last game of the season. There is a chance that that game is for a trip to the oh, Big 12. Oh, definitely. Title. That's what I was about to say. I mean, this team And that's has how been, you build a rivalry. Absolutely. This team has been one of the better teams in the Big 12 under Gundy. Um, they've had years where, you know, they beat Texas and Oklahoma State, uh, Oklahoma and have made the title game, won the title game, uh, they're going to be one of the stronger teams heading into next year. They got a Heisman contender, Ollie Gordon, at running back. Yep. Like this, That could be a matchup for the Heisman, for the Big 12 title game, for a playoff spot. Everything could be on the line that week. Totally. And you you don't get to choose rivals. Um, that's what the Pac-12 tried to do with Utah. They tried to give it a name before it was even a thing. Terrible. And a tro- I don't actually don't know if they did a trophy. Thank God they didn't do a trophy. Um and it, it it kind of made it feel corporate. Mm-hmm. This one, put the game in the last week of the season. That's how rivalries develop. Because if the teams are good, the games are going to count in the last week of the season. Um, and you might just naturally get a rivalry. Like I said, if there's high stakes as they go into this game this year, things are going to get chippy and, and we'll be off and running. Definitely. But last thing I have on just the makeup of the schedule i mm-hmm. lo- I also love first and last big 12 games at home yeah no that's the ideal uh shake out there anything else on the schedule before we uh start tearing our favorite road trips for this upcoming year um also i've said this before but god it's so good to be home yeah <laughs> like i just love looking at the schedule and like seeing Kansas's stupid logo, <laughs> um, you know, Oklahoma State's just classic. Kansas State also a stupid logo. It's just <laughs> nice to see them, man. It's just it's, it's like seeing some old friends. It's like a it's like a high school reunion. <laughs> Love it. Shout out to Foco, the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, novelty items, all the good stuff you want as a fan. They got tons of teams. Check them out. They got all your Colorado teams. Uh, they got all your teams outside of Colorado, too. Um, it's winter right now, so you can get some hoodies, jackets, uh, bench, wa- bench wear, or even overalls. Uh, but tons of great stuff. Get something for the sports fan in your life over at FOCO. They have our back for Colorado sports, and they have yours, too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code DNVR, and you'll get 10% off at FOCO. Also, Illegal Pete's. Shout out to Illegal Pete's. They actually do have breakfast at Illegal Pete's. I don't know if you've ever uh, been I up had early it enough. Once. <laughs> I had it once. Um, it's delicious. Uh, when I was in high school, we used to always, because, you know, did you have off periods like yeah. where you could leave? Just campus? my senior year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, like, we had, you know, you get two, it was like the schedule. You had two bye weeks, we had two off periods. <laughs> 
Uh, but like one year I had an early one and a late one. So I didn't have a lunch, a real lunch hour. Mm -hmm. uh, I would go to legal Pete's and get the breakfast burrito like every day. Delicious breakfast burrito, delicious lunch foods as well. And dinner. You could have all three meals at illegal Pete's, not have the same thing twice and be completely satisfied. So check out our friends over at illegal Pete's, our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. If you had to, how many days in a row could you eat illegal Pete's without getting tired of it? Oh, I don't get tired of foods. You're weird, bro. <laughs> I could absolutely eat illegal pizza every day. No hesitation. Never get tired of it. I could easily make a week at least. There's just so many different options. There are, but I mean. Yeah, this is a total thing between me and Allie. Because I'll be like, oh, you want illegal pizza? She's like, we had Mexican yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> so? So? I'll have a Mexican every day. I would eventually have to change up the reverse nachos for sure. But I will say when I first graduated uh, college, I lived in a 215 square foot apartment in Boulder and it technically had a kitchen. It was just like a Bunsen burner, essentially. <laughs> um, so I didn't feel it didn't have a dishwasher, so I didn't really cook. I ate turkey sandwich probably three out of every five meals. Damn, <laughs> that's wild. All right, uh, let's rank these uh, road games. Let's do it. Tears Day. Happy Tears Day, everyone. Happy Tears Day, everyone. Uh, let us know in the comments and in the chat what your favorite uh, either road trip or home game you're coming out to this season is. All right, um, pictures are a little small there, so I'm going to kind of have to... We can probably make them a little bigger. So first one is CSU. We can save that one. The second one is Arrowhead. Okay. That'll be the Kansas game. Third one is Lincoln. Fourth one is Lubbock, Texas Tech. Fifth one is Arizona. And the last one is UCF, the bounce house. Okay. So we're tearing these off. All away games are on the table. And we got to choose which ones are best. What are, so we're working with standard tiers here, right? S tier, A, B, C, D. Uh, yes. A S A B C F. Okay. Well, we can rename the F to, uh, when we inevitably get to it. So what's the first one? Uh, CSU. We should save that though. Yeah, we'll save that one. Arrowhead. Okay. Um, so this is interesting. Easily the best food we're going to get on any trip. True. That's gotta be worth something. Absolutely. Um, of course. I obviously hate the chiefs. Uh, and therefore, had grown up hating the city of Kansas City. Yes. And then I went there. And they always say, you know, the fastest way to someone's heart is through their stomach. Um, Damn, you're soft. <laughs> so the food is so good that I stopped disliking Kansas City. In fact, it would be on my short list if people said you can go to one city for a meal. Where are you going? Um might not be number one, but it's on my short list. So I think they deserve some credit for that. Uh -huh. At the same time, stadium sucks ass. Um, <laughs> it's at, college games and NFL stadiums, never that cool. Um, I'm going to put this in the B tier. It's also very late in the year, November 23rd. Could be chilly. Could even be snowy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Late, just Kansas City, late November just sucks. 
That's I just realized I'm really going to get my patience tested here with road games to Lincoln, Fort Collins, and Arrowhead. We are firmly in enemy territory uh, this upcoming true. season. It's true. Oh, so uh, yeah. We'll do you take like it. BTA? Uh, no, would yeah. you make a case for A? No, I'd make a case for lower because it's later in the year. It could be cold. That's true. The food, food's so good, though. That's true. And that, that's probably the reason why it stays in B tier, but I'll just throw that out there that this could be a, a miserable trip. That's true. That's very true. Uh, we'll throw the uh, Arrowhead in B tier, Alyssa. Next one is do we just do Lincoln right now? Sure. Lincoln, Nebraska, week three or week two. Uh, September 7th. Let me begin by saying that my case and my ranking here has nothing to do with the city of Lincoln, Nebraska, no, which objectively not. sucks. That being said, this is the last time in a while we're going to get to play Nebraska. Yep. Last time in a while we're going to go to Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And... You can bet on the fact that if you're going to pick which game is going to have the most CU fans traveling to it, other than potentially Fort Collins, it's going to be this one. I'll add on the fact that last time we went to Lincoln, which I believe was 2018, we like took over the town, won the game, partied all night on Saturday night in downtown Lincoln, and it was just like probably top three road trips of me for my of my life going to road games um so you know kind of chasing that high again Mm -hmm. i'm putting this in the s tier i think this is the best possible game you could go to next year i agree um look we hate the corn huskers but all i've heard about lincoln and going to this stadium and hanging out with nebraska fans is a great time they know how to party yep Yep. Um, weirdly kind. Just preparing everyone for that. <laughs> yes, like, that's I've heard that a lot. Like too. we hate Nebraska, uh, and our fan base certainly not known for being nice, um, which I actually like. Um, their fans, if you've interacted with, the, with them online, you are in for a shock when you interact with them in person, <laughs> uh, because the the actual people, mm-hmm. not just like the weird, pe- uh, I don't know, the people that probably don't even live in Lincoln. Uh, the actual people uh, of Nebraska are incredibly nice. Uh, and it makes for an odd experience because you just want to hate them, but they won't let you in person. Yep. And obviously just like a historic kind of college football program in town just totally. to go hang out in. So The stadium's huge. Um, How much does it seat? 90,000, I think. All right, let's go. So there you go. That's going to be amazing. Apparently, Coach Prime is on Undisputed right now talking about the schedule. Oh, cool. Um, We don't have a Nebraska game scheduled. I thought we had them scheduled out in the future. I just went through like 20 to 2037. I don't see them on CU schedule. Yeah, I don't know if they have. I thought maybe 2028, but maybe not. Um, Joey said it best in the comments. I'm 90 minutes from Lincoln. Fans are delusional and crazy, but also nice. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. All right, going to be very interesting then. Uh, next one. Is oh, and let me just add to this. This uh-huh. is not, um, I didn't put it this way for a reason, but we are definitely going to be planning our, our own trip out there Yep. Uh, like we did for TCU last year. So at the very least, you'll have the option to get hotel uh, game and tailgate tickets through us. 
Um, so stay tuned on that one. It should, it will, it, I want to get that out as soon as possible. There's obviously different um, hoops that you have to jump through before you can put together a big trip like that. But stay tuned for that. Are we going to be selling the people tickets too, single game tickets? That's the goal. Okay. Yes. Uh, next one, back to, I guess, uh, well, Lincoln was a Big 12 one before, but the first real Big 12 uh, road trip this season, Texas Tech, Lubbock. That is? Or not the first one, but in the, okay. of what we're doing. Of what here. we're doing. Yes. Okay. Um, I got to be honest. Other than this being the one Texas trip this year, mm -hmm. uh, which is obviously big for recruiting, there's not much to say about what makes this a good road trip, other than the fact that I think it's pretty close. Um, driving distance, it, it's not that far of a drive. So I think for when we went to, when we road trip to San Antonio for the Alamo Bowl, I think Lubbock was the first place we stopped in Texas. Um, so not not the furthest trip, but other than that, I, I can't say much about this one. Never been to Lubbock. I uh, haven't really heard anything about Lubbock yeah. in my life. Eight hours and thirty minutes yeah. from where we stand. That's a or sit. That's a breeze. Not bad at you all. You could leave at you know seven a.m. and be there in the late afternoon. Sure. Uh, what are we doing with this? That's C tier. I think that's fair, right? Yeah, I mean it's definitely not the worst. So, right. Next one, uh, Arizona, Tucson. Eesh. Tucson is an interesting place. It reminds me of Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, and also pretty spot on. Um, both places are basketball basketball town over football for sure too. I guess. Yeah. Uh, October 19th, it's just starting to, to really get cool in Colorado from a weather standpoint. Yeah. So it's before you, like, need an escape. Um, but it'll also be really nice in Tucson that time of year. That's the only good thing I can say about this. Yeah, weather might be nice. Period, point blank. Um, I think they have a Blake's Lotta Burger in Tucson. You ever had Blake's? No. You're going to try some Blake's. I feel like it's Lutta Burger, though, based on the way you God pronounce it. God damn it, bro. <laughs> Don't start with me here. Um, there's another thing. There's a... Oh, man. EG's, I think, is a thing out there. It's like... A, <laughs> I've never heard of that. It's like Italian ice, but it's like their thing. You know, like they... They really hang their hat on. Sounds very arizona -y. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they need something to cool them down. Um... I got nothing else. Weird fan base. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nothing for me. I'm putting that back in the in the C tier. I agree. And then the last Big Twelve Conference uh, road trip this upcoming season. UCF Orlando first Big Twelve road trip uh, on the schedule September twenty eighth. Though I can only say really one bad thing about this one. Actually, I've got two. One too early. It's going to be the, the, the temperature's going to be miserable. Uh, I mean, it's late September. There's a chance it's not that bad. Florida people, you tell us. 
Because um, remember, we were like, oh, like, hopefully it's a night game. It'll cool down in Texas. Then I was like, it never cools out in Texas. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't know. This one, I think this is another one that a lot of fans have uh, circled that they want to go to. Uh huh. Um, it's the first Big 12 road game, which is cool. Uh, it's a battle for black and gold. And their stadium has a really cool nickname. Uh, so I'm going A tier. Green Crail says they got heat stroke in Orlando in October. Yeah. So we're done for. Yeah, we're we're cooked. I'll probably regret putting that in the A tier. Um, I feel like we should demote them a tier alone for having 2017 national championship or champions on their stadium. So then there'd be no A tier. <laughs> no, this is fine. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to take a picture and make fun of that, though, when we get to Orlando. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be good. Uh, last one here. Um, Fort Collins, Colorado State. F. It, do we even call <laughs> this a road trip? No. This is a, I don't know, short journey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a car ride? <laughs> one of the worst car rides, to be honest. Like driving north on I twenty five sucks. Uh, traffic's always bad. There's like weird smells. <laughs> Last time yes. I was driving up there, I smelled like fish. I was like, <laughs> "Why am I smelling fish?" I went up to Fort Collins for my first time for the uh, basketball game last month, or either way, not too long ago. And um, that's when I we will that's be going when back. I smelled that two different. Times yes. I was like, what are they using like fish fertilizer out <laughs> on these farms? Um, as I tried to tell you, no cell service, no Wi Fi either <laughs> in, this, in the <laughs> basketball arena, uh, covering the game like we're in the 1970s here. Also, read my column after the game, yeah, just from a cool factor like going to another game in Colorado, not that cool, yeah. Um, the one thing I will say is that. I think for the first time in history, yeah, um, the stadium won't be entirely empty. I was going to say, how many Buff fans? I keep getting pushback that, oh, the, you know, people are going to show up for this game. It's not going to be all Buffs fans like you think, but I mean, I it know, is their man. Super Bowl. Um, they, they will try to show up and show out, but I'll say 30% Buffs fans. Buff Nation's uh, a I force think, now, though, man. I know, but it, when, a, when an athletic department puts all of their efforts into <laughs> one thing, which is keeping a team out, <laughs> yeah. th they'll have success. I'd, you can probably get season tickets for like $14. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we should. that's probably our best way in. Paisley Jones says Florida in September may be a rainy day. Mm. Well, I'll be up in the press box at least. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking like, okay, what games would I consider going in the press box? I, I feel like I can't do it in Florida. That would just be soft. Um, like you got to pick one or the other. You can't be like, it's too hot. It's too cold. Mm -hmm. I would much rather avoid the cold. Uh, but I, no, I was going to say at Kansas worst press box I've ever been in in my life is at Arrowhead stadium. Seriously. Um, from a design standpoint, it's like nice. It's new. Uh huh. It is 
Uh, I believe they measured it. It's only three meters shorter than Mount Everest. The, what? The <laughs> How did you think I was serious? <laughs> I was half listening and I heard Mount Everest. So I was like, excuse me? It does legitimately feel like you are at the summit of a massive mountain. That's how I felt at ASU. Yep, it's worse. All right. I've told this story before, but um, if you know these two players, you'll know how crazy this is. Last time I was there, Broncos Chiefs, it was when Jamal Charles was on the Broncos. Oh, Lord. From the press box, I couldn't tell the difference on who was carrying the ball between CJ Anderson and Jamal Charles. <laughs> You're lying, bro. I'm so serious. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I, that's how far it was. One of those guys skinny, the other one very thick. <laughs> yes. Didn't know, couldn't tell. That's wild, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting trip. I'm excited to just say I've been there, but can't say I'm really excited to be in enemy territory. No. But we are going to have at least two unreal barbecue meals. Do you think there's a chance the Broncos game happens that weekend, too? That would be so sick. That would be incredible. Yeah, it would. I, th I No, there's no way they have a home game after that. Wait, but all of their games, so they might have to double up unless they can just alternate it perfectly every other week. But I would guess the Chiefs would not be down with playing games the day after Colorado and Kansas tore up the field. That field is going to be shit next year. Yes, it is. Kind of crazy that the Chiefs would agree to that. Yeah. Like, go play at Kansas State. <laughs> right. um, someone asked, are you going to the road games? Are you going to We are going to every game. We'll be at every game. Someone said they just deleted buffs, just deleted the schedule. <laughs> what if we had to just redo all of this? They were like, oh, sorry, that's the 2025 schedule. Um, I still have I was just looking at it in my email. Yeah, I've got, the email is... Exactly what we just said it was. Maybe there's like another Friday game in there or something that they missed. It says on the one from the email, the only Friday game is the 29th game. I wonder, time, was there a typo? I don't know, maybe. Uh, time and TV, all TBA for every single game right now. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. There is no game that you can play in your times around. Um, I also... I've just been having to break this news to everyone. Allie and I think Dwayne, they were working on the graphic and they're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, it'll be great that we have times now. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that wasn't just like a Pac-12 thing. No. College football, you don't have to announce the game time until 10 days before. Mm -hmm. I think it's 10 in the Big 12 as well. So yeah, we're going to be uh, finding out later, I guess. No official night games though. Except for... I mean, we don't know. I'm just saying, like, usually the night games are the ones that are specified because it's, you know, Friday night or whatever. Yeah, I do think it's a little weird. We don't have a time for the Friday game, I guess, just because there's there can't be very many games going on. that. Right. Night. But they probably want to take their chances of putting the best one at 130 on ABC. True. Uh, if I were to guess. CSU game will for sure be a night game. I hope so. I hope that one's a night game. I hope the UCF game's a night game. Um, and I hope we get a few night games here at Folsom. Yep. Uh, we are. We will have Unk with us uh, on the trips. Probably every one. 
So I have uh I can't wait until I can officially tell you guys what we're doing. Yep. Um someone said I saw someone said they reposted this same schedule, so must have been a typo in the copy typo or something. Or something. All right. Um final segment. Do you want to look at some other team schedules? Um, yeah. I'd say there's a couple teams we'd be interested in seeing. Who do you want first here? For some reason, the first one that came to my mind was Arizona. Okay. Give me two seconds to pull it up. Okay, cool. Um, I don't remember. They do have one of those weird games, right, that Brett McMurphy mentioned, where it's a Big 12 game, but it's counting as out Kansas of conference. State. So Arizona in 2024. They open up against UNM, New Mexico. They play Northern Arizona after that. And then it's that Kansas State game, non-conference game, but it's Kansas State. And then their Big 12 slate starts at Utah versus Texas Tech, at BYU, Colorado, West Virginia at UCF versus Houston, at TCU versus ASU. So they, get, they keep that rivalry game, what yeah. do you call it? Territorial Cup, right? Sure. Either way, the Arizona rivalry game is the last weekend of the season. So that sticks in rivalry week. I think all of the rivalries will be last week of the season like that. Um, I hope so. BYU-Utah is that? That would be sick. Well, let me uh, pull up Utah now. That was actually too fast for me to process anything about the ASU or the U of A schedule. <laughs> what do you want to know about it? They I don't have know. Uh, What do you think of it? Good or bad? I mean, it's a week out of conference schedule. I guess when you count Kansas State, it bumps it up a bit, but New Mexico sucks. <laughs> Northern Arizona is Northern Arizona. It's not even FBS. I'll be a huge um, Lobos fan with you that day. All right. <laughs> Get ready. It's upset city, baby. Um, they start on the road, the big, their Big 12 conference slate at Utah. Then they're at home, Texas Tech. At BYU, two home games, Colorado, West Virginia, at UCF, home Houston, at TCU, home ASU. Okay. Uh, pulling up Utah now. So, oh, my God, why did they do this? I have no idea who this first game is. Looks. Ooh, this is fun. Let me see. Maybe like a FCS team, maybe Southern Utah. Looks like that Thunderbirds logo. I don't know, though. It does look like a Thunderbird. I've never seen that logo before, though. Yeah, I don't know. Thunderbird is a great guess because it has like a little lightning bolt on the bottom. Well, and just that's the Southern Utah team. That's where Rod Ward came from. That's okay. what I figured. Uh, they start uh, two games at home. They have that second weird Big 12 matchup that's counting as out of conference. Week two against it, Baylor. Is it? That was Let's sick. Let's go. I know ball. Um, and then they go away for two straight at Utah State, at Oklahoma State. Arizona then comes to Salt Lake, and then they go to Tempe to take on ASU, home TCU, at Houston. BYU game, uh, their first game in November. What? So they play BYU then, then CU, and then uh, Iowa State. They close with UCF. Uh, that's a terrible schedule. Yeah, man. How would they not do BYU-Utah last game of the season? I don't know. Well, I think traditionally that game has been mostly out of conference, right? Totally. So it's usually in September. 
I guess it's a bit better, but yeah. But I mean, if you have the option, mm-hmm. you should make that rivalry the last game of the season. You want to do one more? Maybe BYU said like, if you're bringing in Utah to our conference, we don't want to play them in the last game of the year. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll pull up K State real quick. I, I I don't even know who this is. Ooh, let's guess again. I that's even I have no idea. So it looks to me like a bird wearing like yeah. aviation goggles. Right. I have no idea. Never seen that logo. Let's go with um Hayes State. <laughs> Hayes State? Where's Hayes State rain from, bro? Can't, Hayes, Kansas. <laughs> I don't think they have a football program. I'm pulling it up. It's UT Martin. Oh. Can you guess the mascot? I really can't. Uh, give me a clue. I mean, when I tell you and you look at this logo, it makes sense. Bird with, like, aviation goggles. Maybe it's a... You're not going to get this. I want to go Thunderbirds again. <laughs> no. Skyhawks. Ah. Uh, the the goggles doesn't really <laughs> help me at all. Anyways, they open with them. They play Tulane. Then they play uh, Arizona. Um, I can't tell what's home or road on the schedule. Then BYU, Oklahoma State, Colorado, West Virginia. So they play Kansas at the end of October. They have four games after they play Kansas. I guess we don't. I guess I was wrong in saying that uh, they're trying to make Colorado, Oklahoma State a thing. And they play Houston, Arizona State, Cincinnati. They close with Iowa State. I'm kind of sad that we don't play West Virginia or Iowa State this year. Oh, I want to go to Morgantown so bad. I know. Me too. And we're probably going to end up getting them at home next year or something. I have to wait another year. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. All right, let's get to questions and wrap this thing up. Who are the networks for the Big 12? Fox and ESPN. Yep, the big boys. You don't have to worry about Pac-12 networks or and hopefully not 8.30 p.m. kickoffs, but who knows at this point. You should be able to watch every single game with a just a normal streaming service, like you don't even have to get a special one. Mm-hmm. You get Fubo, you're locked in. Uh, Paris, how is Section 207 in Folsom? Is that right below the new scoreboard? I mean, I think 207 is where I sat last year. I think I, maybe I was 209. Um, I've said this many times before, but I just want to be able to give you a better look at this. Um, I've said this many times before. There is no such thing as a bad seat in Folsom Field, and I'm being so serious. Yeah, that's a good spot. It is kind of right below the new scoreboard, a little off to the side. Um, some people don't like sitting in the end zone. Um, we're actually that's the best place to sit. I know we're actually moving our seats this year. Allie just didn't like it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to let her take away, take the best seat in the house away from you? I don't care. Like, every seat is the best seat in the house at Folsom. I, I, I understand, but 
come on, we're talking about football here. You want to be, you know, vertical. You don't want to be TV I've view. I've always sat at the 50-yard line my whole life until this year, and I think that's probably why Allie hates it so much. She was mm. used to that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, I think if you're not interested in, like, O-line splits and pulling guards and stuff, then, like, sitting there isn't as cool. It is, <laughs> even up in the 200 level, it was hard to know how far plays were going from. If you're low in that section, you have literally no idea. But even from yeah. up high, I was like, is that four? Is that seven? Like, mm-hmm. Couldn't really tell. So we're going to move. Uh, Buffs News Weekly. Hey, guys, you guys going to do any sort of tailgating event for the spring game? Of course. Absolutely. Of Absolutely. course. Uh, Louise, uh, no game time on schedule yet. Nope. Hope the start time is earlier for the East Coast. A lot of people are convinced that's like a guarantee. I'm not uh, ready to go that far. Yeah, I, I mean, we're obviously going to be playing in the East Coast. They do have plenty of East Coast teams in this conference now. Um, but I just think with the Pac-12 not existing and having those slots open, the Pac-12 after dark slots, we've got West Coast teams too. They are going to – I think they're just going to go more by time zones rather than – trying to get these games out of the way and done with there's only one away game in the eastern time zone next year the ucf one yep because arizona is mountain time usually mm-hmm. um texas tech central kansas central yeah there you go nebraska central all right monty will there be a show later today nope this Not. is the show yep this is it Oh, another one. Oh, okay, we just answered it. Uh, Key and Jazz, what's the best home game and best away game to go to? Best away game, Nebraska. Best home game. You're, this is always an interesting conversation because you're, you're gambling a little bit. But mm-hmm. I, Oklahoma State on the day after Thanksgiving is pretty sick. Um, but you're yep. gambling that that's going to be an important game. Right. I think I'd agree. Um, if you can't make the Lincoln one, obviously UCF. I feel like that's just going to be a party. Yep. Also, like September, late September in Colorado is just an amazing time. So oh, Baylor. Yeah. We're in our prime then. Yep. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right. Uh, Paris, are we scared of North Dakota State at all? I don't know if scared's the right word, but... They're a good football team. I don't think anyone's going to be surprised uh, to see how good that football team is. Fear nobody. Respect everybody. Exactly. 
they demand respect. You mm-hmm. certainly cannot overlook them. That is not a gimme. I think the line's out seven and a half, um, which I don't necessarily think is a great line, but it's it's that is a powerhouse program, mm-hmm. and I think the gap over the years has been narrowed between FCS and FBS football. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like when App State beat Michigan, um, sorry, but that was considered like impossible. You know, like yeah. everyone, this is like the craziest thing ever. Now it feels like an FCS team beats an FBS team multiple times every year. I can't remember off the top of my head if any happened last year, but like when Jacksonville State beat Florida State like two years ago or whatever yeah. it was, like it just happens. I still have a GIF in my phone saved of that because. It was like a Hail Mary. Yeah, the last play. And someone had a perfect shot of like the cheerleaders, the Florida State cheerleaders. They all are just like (laughs) in shock. Surrender Cobras. Yep. Uh, Brianna, when and where can we buy away tickets? Um, I'd check the school sites. Yeah. Specifically where you're going to buy them from. Obviously, CU. Go to CU site and then... Go to game time. Or game time, of course, too. Especially if you want to wait last minute. Yep. Uh... Bayo, how do you get tickets for home games? Are you guys selling that? No. Uh, no. Uh, home games will be through the school See or through office. game time if you uh, don't get in before they sell out. Yep, yep. Uh, Byron with the super chat. If you can, if you can take one por- one player from the portal, what position would it be and why? Take one player from the portal. I would take the best available. <laughs> Which I'm pulling up right now. <sighs> Anyone off the top of your head? I think I would probably want the best available tackle. So the top, according to 247, the top available uncommitted player, we talked about him last week, uh, Takario Davis, the former Arizona cornerback. Mm. Um, Eurosic's still out there, the tight end. Okay. There's a Washington offensive tackle. It's really about it. I, I don't necessarily expect any more portal additions until spring. Yeah. Don't downplay the BJ Green thing, though. That was huge. Oh, massive. I just feel like it hit at a weird time where people like aren't as hype on it if it was like the first. Well, portal. yeah, I mean, he obviously went through the DeBoer, yeah. Jed Fish stuff, so he was kind of just figuring out what he was going to do, too. But, yeah, very uh, late in this cycle. I have a sure. feeling that people are going to love him. Oh, yeah. He can play. Uh, Lone Wolf, yeah, I just saw this. Coach Prime just said a DC may be hired within two days, maybe even today. <laughs> if he makes us go live again today. Hey, the people want us to go live at 1.35. I mean, yeah, we'll do it, but... Coach Prime, actually, I have a meeting. Mm, let's wait till tomorrow, what do you say? We do have <laughs> someone tomorrow, too, though. It's true. The next two days, well, actually. would be a good fit for a DC conversation. Yeah, sure. Well, maybe Thursday for that one. We're getting, we're getting too inside here. Record predictions. Are you ready to do this yet? No. <laughs> no. That's a whole show. 
That is a whole show. Nice try, though, Jack. Appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, Corey says, Jake and RK, greetings from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Longtime viewer, first time live cat post. Just wanted you to know I look forward to your YouTube posts every day. Appreciate you, man. Thank Thanks you. so much. Thanks for uh, catching us live. Probably won't be going live at this time anytime no. soon. Um, and then I saw some people asking about the spring game, too. Still not announced. I guess... I mean, last year was on the 28th, last weekend of April. It's going to be around there again this year. I would circle that weekend if I were you. There you go. Um, All right. That is it. It is not even 10 o'clock and we're done. It's kind of crazy. It is weird. Let's go watch that uh, undisputed segment upstairs on the TV. Let's do it. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, guys. We'll be having some more guests and some more stuff coming out very, very shortly. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs. We all silly like the mayor. 